authors welcome back to another podcast episode my name is daria white thank you so much for tuning in and as you can see by the title of this episode we have another guest rachel bloom a fellow sweet romance author will be joining us on today i am so so excited i had so much fun talking with her so you will be hearing from her her life as an author and we're also going to get into what we know as imposter syndrome we get into that and i really love her perspective on it and what she shares now i want to give a disclaimer here we did have some connection issues so some parts kind of went in and out but because of scheduling and us being in different time zones this is the best that we got you guys so i hope that you get the gist of it and that you're inspired and hopefully something is said that can encourage you as a writer and i want to say that um i asked her the, the very first thing that i asked her is how does she really feel when i emailed her because i emailed her randomly you guys <laughs> i emailed her randomly back in february that's how we met and i know we have to be careful of those weird emails we can get from people because not everybody out there is for you but i at that time was just trying to get more involved in the writing community and i was looking for beta readers and critique partners so i went on ahead and emailed her randomly so you get to hear her reaction on that because i never really asked her how she felt about that but because of that one message that i sent it has opened so many doors and it actually is because of rachel that i was introduced to camp nano i knew about national writing month in November but I never knew about the camp so because of Rachel I was able to participate in that I've met more incredible writers since then we're still in a group together on Instagram and yes we're still checking in with each other you know even though camp is finished for this month but we are building relationships even more so I'm grateful to Rachel for that and if you haven't downloaded her book puzzle pieces you can do so now she has published it. it is available through her website and is also available through smashwords apple books and barnes and noble her author website is rachelbloom.com so the next voice you'll hear besides me will be that of rachel bloom so again please forgive us for the internet glitches but i really think that overall you're going to enjoy this so we'll be right back Everyone, please welcome to Writer in the Making, Rachel Bloom. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Daria. It's nice to finally chat. I know. <laughs> I feel like we've been talking forever, but we're finally hearing each other's voices. I know. Same. Oh, I'm so excited that you are here. So you all that are listening and tuning in, Rachel Bloom is a fellow sweet romance author. So we're going to just go ahead and get started. So quick little icebreaker question here i want to know how did you really feel i've already told them how we initially met but how did you really feel <laughs> oh my goodness okay well at the risk of sounding like a total nerd um i was pretty excited well i was surprised and then i was excited um because i was just thinking wow this person reached out to me from Twitter and wants to be critique partners so I must at least come across like I know what I'm doing even though I don't feel like I do but yeah I thought it was so great and I was just really excited that you reached out and of course I have loved being your beta reader and you have been an amazing one for me so yeah I'm so glad you did 
I'm so glad to hear that because I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I would be like, who is this random person? <laughs> but I'm so so glad that you said yes, and it has been so fun thus far. And I look forward to more writing adventures together. So, too. Tell our listeners a little bit about you and your life outside of writing. Any anything interesting? <laughs> well, I guess that's subjective, but uh, my life outside of writing is pretty full. Um, let's see. I run a coffee roasting company with my family, so it's my parents, then my husband and myself, um, which sounds a little crazy, but I actually love it. It's really fun to all get to work together. And then, of course, we all know writers basically survive on coffee, so it's kind of a win-win. Um, <laughs> But let's see, we're also super involved in our church and our friends there. We have two dogs, um, two rescue dogs, Finley and Monkey, who we love. And we love to travel. My husband is a private pilot, so we get to go on little trips here and there, um, which is really fun. So yeah, I'd say that's probably all the major things outside of writing. That is cool. Well, I hate to break the news, and I wanted to save this for now because I want to get your genuine reaction. Okay. I, am, I, I, I love writing, but I don't drink coffee, Rachel. No. <laughs> I, I have tried. I'm not hating on those that do. I have tried, but it's just not my thing. So I wanted to wait to tell you. Oh, that. gosh. Okay. You know what's going to be my personal mission in life to convert you now? <laughs> You can try now. The most I've probably done is maybe something from Starbucks. I may try like my little, I'll probably get a mocha frat from Starbucks. That's all that oh, I do. Oh no. <laughs> Anything else, I'm like, mm, not too keen on it. So, you know. All right. Well, but, I'm going to, I'll work on that. <laughs> that's your mission. That's okay. my mission now. I, I have no problem in trying. So, now that we got that taken care of, one first news to you. <laughs> When did you first start writing? And can you remember the first story that you ever wrote? Yeah. Um, so unlike most authors, well, of course, you and I kind of are similar than this. I, um, I hadn't been writing my whole life. Um, I started writing in my mid-20s. And my mm. first book was called The Dew Over Bride. And I don't know. It was kind of a just a fun um just yeah kind of more romantic comedy I really enjoyed writing it um but you know in my mid-20s I just I didn't really know who I was yet I hadn't <laughs> figured out my voice or my why behind writing so I after I wrote it you know I, I thought about pursuing it and then I kind of had these voices in my head telling me it's not a real career you know you'll never get anywhere with it you'd be wasting your time and I think mm. because I hadn't really figured out my why for writing yet um, it was you know kind of a pretty easy decision to to let it go and then I didn't write really at all until last year so it's been wow. almost a decade <laughs> oh wow that is crazy it's weird because I started at 13 but literally a whole decade passed for me too before mm -hmm. I even thought about putting it out there so definitely feel you on that so what gave you that final push to just say you know what I'm gonna go for it yeah you know it's it's kind of funny because 
it really all started with just a story idea um, about two Christmases ago this you know idea for a Christmas novel popped into my head and it just kind of sat there for a while and then you know come January I just thought well you know why not just try just try writing it and so I sat down to write and it kind of just poured onto the page and I really just realized how much I loved writing and how much I missed it um, mm. but you know it wasn't really until letting the story sit for a while um, and really thinking through okay if I if I do decide to pursue writing um, what is that gonna look like and what does that mean for me and what is success gonna look like um, what is my reason for doing it so there are all these questions that kind of rolled around in my brain and you know I talked it over with my husband and my family and you know it really just felt like God had brought this passion back into my life for a reason and um, I just yeah I just felt this really strong desire to go for it and I just kind of jumped in at first <laughs> yeah and here we are like a year later uh, kind of crazy wow well, I can definitely say that I am a big fan already. I really Aww. thought it had been longer for you, but only a year. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> only a. I mean, you 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 blown me away with just the books that I have written, uh, well read so far. So I'm Aww, just loving you. that, and I look forward to more. So now, I get you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Seriously, like I love the story of that. And it's weird because I kind of ran from it myself. It wasn't something that I wanted to do. It's weird when people ask me, whoa, like, when did you want to be a writer? I, I didn't. I yeah. didn't, right? So I, re I really ran from it. But like you, it was just something that I knew was in me. And, you know, you, and if that's the case, then you just have to go for it. So with that, now that you're in it, we know that we can put our own expectations on ourselves and, it may feel like nothing's happening quite as of yet, especially when you're in the beginning. And for some of us, it may take years before we even see the fruit of our labor in a sense. But now that you're taking this, you know, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I love. Where do you see yourself in the next, let's just ballpark it, five, seven years, or even less than that? Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to dream here, um, I would love to be you know, writing as my full-time career. Um, I'd love to have, you know, at least a couple really solid series out there. Um, and then, you know, I'd also love to just be at a, a point in my career where I have learned enough to help other authors who are starting out. Because, I mean, it is, like you said, I mean, it, it's a long process. And there's so much to learn and to know. It can be a little overwhelming. Um, and yeah, I kind of, I hope in five to seven years, I'll be far enough along to, to pass on what I've learned, so. Yeah, and I think that's important too, because a lot of us uh, who feel like newbies, we're like, where do we start, where do we go? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. To give back, it is nice to give, it really is. And 
that way it doesn't feel like we're standoffish like oh you made it and now you know okay y'all are the little people now like no like I want to help you make it too so I absolutely love that and that is uh, our first segment you all that are listening in so we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back and we'll get into some more uh, talk about just finding your confidence as a writer so I'm going to call you right back once again (laughs) all right can't wait bye Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Yes. Quick little break there, quick little break there. But this is probably what I'm most excited about. I've talked about this authors talk about this but I really want to hear your perspective so imposter syndrome yes I know what that is this is when you feel like a fraud you're probably wanting to throw your books out the window run (laughs) over them a couple times with your car you may be feeling like this sucks and you're just on this roller coaster who in the world is going to read my books anyway well we're here to help you through all of that so I'm going to ask you Rachel where do you think this comes from this imposter syndrome and why do we as authors feel so insecure it's easy to say something about someone else like wow your book was great but when it's our book it's like ooh. <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's, it's really tough and you know I think I think it's going to be a little bit different for everybody but um, I, I think a lot of it stems from the fact that we pour so much of ourselves into our writing um, that you know, it's it's hard not to be emotionally connected to it. Um, in particular, because we want to connect emotionally with our readers too, it demands like a certain level of vulnerability um, and openness. And so, I don't know. At least for me, I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Is you just want so badly to um, connect and and get your message across, and if you feel like someone doesn't connect with your story or if your story isn't good enough it can trickle down into feeling like we're not good enough um Mm -hmm. so it's hard to separate ourselves in that way it is it is so 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 hard because if someone says they don't like it it's like really (laughs) yeah do you know how much work i put into this you don't like it what is it (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's hard work. It's hard work. It's so much more than just putting a few words on a page. I mean, the time and effort it takes to craft it all together. So, yes, we can learn from the best sellers out there. We can rally with our other writing friends to help. But when we do that, we may get caught up in the comparison game. So, how do we deal with that? Yeah, that's, oh gosh, that's another really tough one because personally, I get so much inspiration from other writers um you know via these you know bestsellers or um friends that are just starting out you know same as I am um so it's a balance between getting inspiration and learning um from other people's strengths um which I think is really important but then you know not comparing in a negative sense where you know at least for me I think one of the the hardest things is, you know, you take this book off of the shelf and it's 
gone through several rounds of edits and revisions and it's gone to beta readers and critique partners and sometimes agents and editors and it's this you know beautifully polished book and then we look at our works in progress and we start to think oh well you know this is nowhere near like this book so why why am I even writing why bother Uh, so I always have to remind myself like it will get there it just takes time um and and then on top of that you know we all have our different strengths as writers you know like Daria I love your dialogue it's so like witty and delightful and I just enjoy it so much and so I want to learn from that but you know I have my own strengths too so I have to keep that in mind when I start comparing to other writers, you know, and learn and also remind ourselves what we're good at, you know. I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, and see, I feel the opposite with you. I feel like I write too much dialogue and when I read your work, I'm like, I feel like I'm, she's painted such picture because I have to work. Like, where do I turn? I can, I can. So, so I'm like, oh no, I need to go back and redo mine. Aww. <laughs> well, but, it, but, but as you say, you know, we, we all each other. We, we, we have to do that. And and I think I didn't have this written down, but how important it is for you to read. Like, how reader are you? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> I read all the time. I well, okay. first of all, I love to read. I grew up reading um my mom was a english lit major and she has this you know gorgeous collection of books that i just devoured growing up and so i'm just a reader in general but um especially more so as a writer now because you know i do want to know what's in my genre i want to know what readers expect um and i also want to be able to learn from other authors and i I get so inspired when i read um a book that is just beautifully written and it just it motivates me to go to my computer and start working on my story because I you know I want to be there someday and I know the more you write the the better you get so (laughs) yeah I read a ton yeah awesome I I am too I probably have who knows how many books on my on my phone and I find it easier to keep them on my phone than to carry all those books in a bag so I'm with you there I'm with you there. So learning from not have necessarily arrived yet, but in terms of confidence, how would you say that um, even though it's year for you, um, just your confidence, how has it grown from where you first started to even where it is now, even if it's just a little bit, and how important has it been to find your own voice despite you reading other authors and seeing other works out there? Yeah, and that's a great question. Um, I think it's really important to find our own voice. Um, And, you know, I know it sounds cheesy because this is your podcast, but this question just makes me think of what you say at the end of every episode. And it's that, you know, (laughs) once you write a story, you know, that story is unique to you. No one else can write it the way you can. And I think part of what helped me find my voice and and confidence in my own writing is just that recognizing my backstory and what makes me me um, and infusing that into what I write and the characters I write and the stories that I craft has been huge for me because I've I've sort of been able to solidify the kind of story I want to tell and 
you know, the romance genre is like the number one genre out there. I mean, it's huge. There are millions and millions of books and, and there are, you know, millions in the sweet romance genres as well. So what is going to set mine apart is my unique take on it. And um, that's given me a lot of confidence as a writer. And I also realize it's not going to be for everyone. Um, and I need to let that go. Like not everyone is going to like it. Not It's not going to appeal to every single reader, especially if you're looking for something <laughs> steamy. That's yeah. not going to happen when you pick up one of my books. But I, I really truly believe that, you know, people like me, like the ones I'm actually writing for, um, are going to are going to enjoy it and that keeps me going so yes absolutely and I have to tell myself that when I see those reviews if you honestly did not like it then I didn't write it. yeah maybe you just picked it up on a whim you downloaded it or you decided to give it a chance but if you didn't like it okay I did not write for you that is totally fine <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's totally fine so with all of that how important would you say patience is when you may feel like, okay, like I'm doing my best here. I'm getting a momentum with my career, but it may feel like it's happening for someone else. And, you know, maybe they hit the bestsellers list on Amazon or maybe they got the book deal or like, how important is patience? Cause I think <laughs> it can be, you know, like, okay, don't compare someone else's success to where you're just beginning. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, I think patience is, is everything really. Um, it's so important because this is a really long journey. Um, I don't really think anyone, and if there are authors out there, they're a very small percentage that you know become huge successes right out of the gate. It takes time, um, mm -hmm. and you know what really helps me is just not getting so caught up you know, what my end goal is or, you know, being a bestseller or even what, you know, for me, my idea of success is, you know, being able to write full time one day. I would love that. Um, but rather than focus so much on that, I try to just focus on the daily joys, like actually loving, um, you know, the process and creating the characters in the story and putting them, um, you know, on paper and in the other things along the way that I love too, like connecting with other writers and, and readers. And there's just so much that I love <laughs> about being a writer. And, you know, I can lose sight of that if I focus too much on, you know, where I want to be in five years. It's just, it's going to take a while and that's okay because I love doing it. So <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't feel like work. I know there are days where you make like, oh, wow, the story, I feel like the story's never going to end. But at the same time, you love that you get to do what you love to do. Yeah, exactly. You get to, you get to do that. So it's interesting that we are down to our closing thoughts here. So <laughs> <laughs> so this was, I, I've, I've enjoyed this. I enjoyed this. So any closing thoughts that you may have? to aspiring writers out there that may still feel that fear of failure and some of us even feel that fear of success like we're like maybe we feel like okay my first book was great can I do that again yeah like everybody <laughs> loved that first one I nailed it and now I'm on to the sequel and I'm thinking can I repeat that or you're on the other side with I don't even know if I'm gonna make the best list and you're afraid of failing so what right. would you say yeah. to those writers out there well yeah I say well there are two different things, so I'll tackle the first one first. Um, as far as fear of failure, 
I think what really helped me, honestly, is just telling myself I'm going to fail. Like there are going to be mistakes. There are going to be things that, you know, I wish I had done differently and that is perfectly okay. And it's more than okay. It's a part of the process and the journey and we all go through it. So I remember before I had really even started anything, I told my husband, I was like, you know what? I know that I'm going to fail at something and I'm just kind of waiting for that like first failure (laughs) and just kind of get it over with and then I know there's going to be another and another and it's it's really how you handle those failures if you you know don't let it get you down but look at it as a learning opportunity um and something that you can you know laugh about and I I said my first failure I was like oh that's gonna be a great story on a podcast someday because <laughs> it was just you know one of those things where I was like well it happened and I guess we got to move on and learn from that and I did and it, it was totally fine so just prepare yourself that it's going to happen and I guess learn to you know reconcile yourself with that inevitability um, and of course it does really help uh, to have a really good support system around you because you know you will have setbacks and it will probably take longer than you would like so if you don't already have a community of you know writer friends who are there for you um who can give you you know honest feedback you know we don't really want like people that lie to us and tell us everything you know perfect all the time but those friends that you can trust um but that are, are also like honest champions of your work that will tell you what your strengths are and you know tell you that you can do this is so important and if you don't have that um my biggest recommendation would be to just you know look up writing hashtags on social media um one of the biggest ones i use is hashtag writing community and for the most part that works on you know all the platforms twitter instagram facebook and just start commenting um on people's posts and build those relationships that's been really really important to me um now as far as the other side of that of success. I mean, I don't really consider myself you know, to have hit success yet, but I had a little taste of it with the novella that I um, put out recently. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had some lovely feedback on it and people that really enjoyed it and were asking when my next story was coming out. And, you know, it was wonderful and I was so grateful for it. And then, of course, I had that moment of, oh no what if they don't like my next story what if it doesn't you know meet their expectations and you kind of have this mini panic attack and then you just have to let it go you know just write write your story and do the best that you can and you know if you love it other people will love it too and yeah I think it's just this process of always learning to let go (laughs) as difficult as that sounds Definitely is well. I really you agree. <laughs> <laughs> so tell our reader, author, by um, your social media accounts and anything you have that's coming out next with some of your. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, you can always find me at my website, which is Rachel Bloom 
Um, and that's Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L, and Bloom is spelled B-L-O-O-M-E. Um, and then I'm also on pretty much every social media platform. Uh, you can find me at Rachel Bloom, so pretty simple. And then um, I'd say, you know, as far as anything I have out right now, I, you know, there's my novella, puzzle, puzzle pieces, sorry. I can talk. <laughs> um, yeah, and you can, as of recently, you can find that on I'm pretty much every retailer so yeah it's free so if you want to check out my writing um yeah it's there and I hope you enjoy it awesome well thank you for, for doing this and thank you all for tuning in <laughs> thank you you're welcome and I uh, hopefully we'll get to do this again next time you never know so y'all stay tuned uh, for all more right for thank, you, <laughs> thank you <laughs> bye bye welcome back thank you guys so much for tuning in thanks again to rachel bloom for agreeing to be on my podcast i had so much fun in talking with her and being inspired myself it's amazing what we can learn from each other and again if you guys haven't downloaded her free book puzzle pieces you can do so as i said before on smashwords barnes and noble and apple books visit her website rachelbloom.com she's on pretty much all the social media sites as she said before follow her give her book a review even if it's only a few words it is greatly appreciated so thank you guys so much for tuning in again i hope something was said that inspired you that motivated you to keep writing remember you don't have to be like anyone else be yourself put your imprint on your book and just know that someone is going to like it not everybody probably will like it but there's going to be those that will love it and they will read your books for the rest of their lives so you guys have an awesome rest of your day and just remember if you wrote a book it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you so god bless and i'll talk to you guys later bye